Let's go. You're listening to Making Data Simple, where we make the world of data effortless, relevant, and yes, even fun. Hi, podcast listeners. Al Martin here. Thank you for listening to Making Data Simple. We make life simple. We talk a little bit about everything. But today, we are going to chat about data. Uh, and to do that with me, my guest is Oliver Claude. He's a portfolio offering manager for data and AI. And what that means, he's driving the strategy and solutions that cut across the entire portfolio. But most importantly, he is a data governance expert. He's owned his own business. He's done consulting. He's been a chief marketing officer. He's been a chief product officer for several companies we don't even want to mention here. Right, Oliver? <laughs> All right. So... If you're ready, I'm ready. You got the same haircut as me, so uh, you've got to be good. I always start with background, so give us your experience. This is your opportunity to tout yourself and uh, pat yourself on the back. That's what we do here. So go ahead. I'll give you a couple of minutes and talk about your experience. <laughs> no, thanks, Al. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, as Al was saying, I've had quite a few years in the data space. I started my career actually in the consulting area. So working with large companies on helping them to improve their business processes. Uh, that was interesting because I learned a lot about the, the importance of data in the context of what the business is trying to do. Uh, and then I decided to go to the dark side and spent the rest of my career in software most of my time well, software the dark side anyway keep going <laughs> and actually i didn't start out in data i started in uh, crm customer relationship management and learned about master data management then uh and that was my my slippery slope into the the world of data and that's what i've been doing at a bunch of companies the last uh, 20 years before i start i want to recognize that we are in a global pandemic I'm empathetic to everyone or anybody that may be impacted. So I hope everybody is well that's listening to this. I am learning to do keynotes from my home office, as is Oliver. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, but we're in the world of first. The only thing that I think we know for sure is that we're all wearing shirts, or at least clothing in the top half. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, Oliver, you ready? You ready for the first question? Let's rock and roll. This is, this is a real tough one. And that is, what is IBM's definition, or Oliver's definition, of data governance? Well, I'll give you my definition because it's more entertaining, I think. I actually came up with this a few years ago when I was watching the show uh, Law & Order. I don't know how popular it is elsewhere, but this is a police show in uh, New York City. And it's interesting because the show is all about the interplay between the law and uh, court system and the police. And it reminded me of data governance because a lot of data governance is about, well, creating the governance and people agreeing on what the, the law should be. But the difficulty is also in implementing or enforcing governance in all of your systems. And that's where sort of this analogy of the law and order came to mind. When I think law and order, I'm thinking, dunk, dunk, you know, that, little, <laughs> that, that, that sound after every scene, dunk, dunk, and the kind of like data governance, dunk, dunk, law and order. I mean, everything's about ops. 
there's DevOps, and now there's data ops. So my question is, how does IBM see data ops? What is data ops? How does that fit in here? I kind of view data ops as a data factory for data management. You know, data factory is really about orchestrating all of your data management processes. It's about automating your tasks and your jobs. And it's also uh, bringing in the human element and automating all of the collaboration and human workflows. All right, all right. So then the following question, we are IBM, what are we doing with data ops? We have an extensive portfolio of data ops capabilities. I can share a few examples, you know, from discovering data to cataloging data, to being able to virtualize data, to data quality, data lineage, data privacy, master data management, data integration, and so on. When you say all that, data quality, data privacy, data lineage, I'm like, oh, that sounds really complex. <laughs> so I guess my question is, is how much of that have we automated to make that very simple? So that's the beauty of the IBM platform because your alternative is to go and buy all these tools piecemeal from best of breed and try to stitch them together. What we've done is we've actually integrated them together in a single platform to make it easy for customers to implement. I presume the single platform you're referring to is what we refer to as cloud path for data. What's the uniqueness with that IBM adds in the data governance offering? I mean, whether it's regulation, technology, whatever, how are we unique in our offering? You know, I'll start with a non-technology answer because a lot of governance is really about expertise and how to uh, implement governance in the business. So IBM blends expertise both from our consulting side and our software group side, where uh, customers can leverage not only our technology, but more importantly, the expertise we have across various industries. Of course, the technology plays a key role, and we are a leader not just in data governance, but in governance risk and compliance, broadly speaking. So we have other parts of the portfolio like Guardian and Open Pages, which is part of our RecTech portfolio. And the beauty is that they all work together again on this uh, one platform, Clapback for Data. You know, as I'm sitting here, I'm listening very intently. When I ask this next question, you may not think so, but I absolutely, this is a question everybody wants to know. You're French, right? I am. That's not the question. <laughs> what, what is better, red wine or white wine? That's what I wanted. That's what everybody's listening. That's what they want to know. Well, I, you know, I would want to respond, you know, Grey Goose Vodka, but uh, yeah, that's not the question you're asking. <laughs> that's not the question. <laughs> I will say red wine. <laughs> oh, yes. That is the right answer. I knew it. You know, see, what always happens is I, they try to sell me, like my, my wife or others say, hey, no, you can get non-sweet dry white wines. They're just selling. The French agree. <laughs> I know that red's the way to go. I am substantiated. Thank you. That's how I digress. Sorry, let me get back to business here. So look, <laughs> what do you see as the future of data governance? I mean, what's next? Automation, regulation, whatever. What's next? I see three different trends, I would say. Uh, the first one is this notion of embedding data governance inside the platform. 
you know, think about it the same way you think about security on your iPhone. Security is sort of baked into your iOS and you don't have to go and get it and add it to it. It's just there. The other aspect is uh, actually interesting because it sort of goes against some of the early uh, thinking around data governance. In the beginning, data governance was very much, you know, top down, very rigid. You know, everything has to go through this, you know, very complicated process. But what we're seeing with the rise of self-service as a way of working with data is that there needs to be more of a graded approach, multiple levels of governance, if you will, to account for different levels of rigor. And the last one is tied to how the landscape of organizations is changing from on-premises to not just one cloud, but multiple clouds and SaaS providers, and how there needs to be a way to govern this so-called data mesh. That makes sense. When I'm thinking of all data governance, uh, what I often think of is the letter to AI. You probably know it well. For me, it's very simple and it's conceptual, but it's, it's correct. I've seen it many times. You can't have AI without IA, which is information or architecture, uh, meaning that you can't have analytics without governance, you can't have governance without data. You've got to get all those layers right. So if you go data governance or data ops, then analytics, and then you can get to AI ML. My point behind giving that structure is, my question is, is how is data governance and data ops really related to AI? Where is that integration? They are very much interconnected. You know, I, I love analogies and metaphors. So, uh, you know, another one that I'll use is you've heard, you've heard the phrase, you know, data is the new oil. Let's run with that for now. So, you know, in the context of oil, you have to uh, discover where the oil is. You have to drill a well. You have to extract the oil. Then you got to pipe the oil to your refinery. And if you think about all of these pieces, you can imagine when you're dealing with oil that uh, there's also a high risk of, um, you know, problems. And so you need to make sure you have the right safety protocols in place. So we can compare data ops and data science and data governance to this metaphor in the sense of like data ops is like uh, discovering data and extracting data and piping data. And data science is sort of the refinery, you know, taking all of this data and doing feature engineering and then creating business value out of it. And data governance would be akin to all of the safety protocols you have to have in place up and down. I got it. So data is the oil, AI is the refinery, data ops is the safety protocols, and maybe yeah, the, the, the pipeline. Protocols, yeah. All right. Very good. What are the pitfalls <laughs> and challenges that you see customers? I mean, you're, you're involved in this. You've been doing consulting. You've had many, many roles. You get to see it uh, implemented or not implemented well. What are the pitfalls and challenges that you see customers implementing data governance? You know, I know this is odd coming from a technology company, but I would say the first, you know, pitfall is don't just buy a tool and expect that it will magically solve, you know, all your, your data governance issues. So don't take a technology only approach. Uh, the other pitfall is don't just expect IT to own data governance. It really needs to be a close partnership with the business. 
And the third pitfall is, you know, biting more than you can chew. You know, trying to take a big bang approach where you're going to go across business units, regions, try to put in place, you know, a council and a, a set of processes in a big bang approach. All right, fair enough. How do companies really get started? Now, I know a lot of companies, like most of the folks, I'm sure, have governance. But a lot, of, a lot of these same individuals are wanting to modernize and want to modernize in the fastest path, the fastest means possible. What's your suggestion? You know, I'd like to use the law and order uh, comparison again. Dum, because dum, back to dum-dum. Anyway. Back to dum-dum, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, in a city like Sydney, for example, you would obviously have a large police force and a pretty, you know, sophisticated a sort of court system given the size of the city. And my first advice is right-size your thinking. So obviously, if you live in a smaller town, you still need a court system, you still need the police, otherwise you're gonna have you know chaos. So that's my first point. I mean, the, the other point is uh, kind of going back to what I was alluding to earlier around you know not trying to do big bang, you know, shape before you scale. Uh, partner with the business on an area where they're feeling a lot of pains that are related to data and show them the value of how they can solve these problems to get more business value from the process and show them how it can be done. And I'll somewhat contradict myself, you know, uh, from my previous point about, you know, uh, don't buy a tool or don't start with the tool. Uh, you do need, uh, as you're trying to shape and scale data governance, to invest in a technology foundation. Otherwise, you'll have to go back and redo work, and uh, you're not really getting kind of the economies of scale that you need. And the best advice I have there is to start with the data catalog, because the data catalog is going to become the hub, the linchpin of your data governance uh, solution and strategy as you move forward. Fantastic. Look, I think you've done a great job of making governance simple, right up my alley. So let me let me say this to wrap. And I was listening, not just to the red wine piece. IBM's point of view leads to several differentiators. Number one, hybrid. And that also includes cloud. So you can integrate, manage, govern data in a hybrid enterprise that's SaaS, that's public, private cloud, that's on-premise. Number two, Unlike many of the players in the market, we've got a full spectrum of capability and governance because we are targeting hybrid in any cloud. And while a lot may even have microservices, you know, we've got the, the red hat fabric underneath that uh, we uh, were very integrated with. And number three, open, which is different than hybrid. I mean, you, by example, in our platform, you referred to Cloud Pack for Data, you can use a third-party database. We'd like you to use ours, but we want to be open. We don't want anybody trapped. You want to, we, the way you can migrate uh, or modernize now is if it's very open. So in summary, the way I look at this, where we're not proposing a way to move bits, we're focusing to allow clients to modernize now with multi-cloud, hybrid, open integration, connecting the old with the new, and a huge difference. I see that as a huge differentiation. Doesn't lock you in. You can get started right now. You can modernize immediately right now. Pause. Did I get it? 
in, in my own part. Did I hear everything besides the I red so. wine? I think you need to make the gavel sound from law and order to- Don't, don't. Exactly. <laughs> so now, yeah, there we go. We have it. <laughs> All right. Very good. This has been a great discussion. Hey, where can listeners go for more information on data ops, data governance? What's the cheat sheet? Where can they go? That's available on the uh, IBM website. Uh, we have a microsite for data ops and everything can be downloaded from there from, you can do demos, you can do a trial, you can download some information about the products. All right, great. We'll put that in the show notes. Where can the listeners go to learn more about Mr. Oliver Claude? Uh, people can look up my LinkedIn profile and. Okay, we'll, we'll send them, we'll include that. Any other location other than LinkedIn? No, that's the one. All right, so I, I want to finish with a little bit of fun, a little game. I always, you know, there's always one game or another, but this one we play more than any other. That's Would You Rather. You know what this is? This is, uh, you got to pick one side or the other. All right. I try to make them hard. They're not always hard. We'll see how hard they are today. But you get, it's like sitting on a fence. You got to go to the one side or the other. You going to try this with me? All right. All right. East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. So you're a West Coast guy now, huh? I thought you were a Florida guy. No, West Coast. <laughs> Hurricanes or earthquakes? Earthquakes. All right. You're sticking with the West Coast, are you? <laughs> I know you, you've done your own consulting. So work for yourself or work for somebody? Work for myself. Well, what are you working for IBM then? <laughs> I'm still working for myself. <laughs> All right. Good answer. Good, good answer. Yeah, nobody's paying attention to you. That, that's great. <laughs> All right. All right. Are you French? I am. You're French? Uh, where are you originally from? Paris. All right. So is it football or football? Meaning soccer or American football? <laughs> it depends on the audience, I guess. Uh, I, I grew up playing soccer, but I now watch football. Really? So, I mean, but, so you got to pick one or the other. See, you're on the fence already. Which one? You, you only can choose one. What is it going to be? I'll make the Australians happy. I'll say soccer. <laughs> yeah, but then you just ticked off all the Americans. <laughs> hey, thank you for doing the podcast, talking to us about data ops and, and data governance. We appreciate it. Any last words? No, just remember the show um, Law and Order. We need both. <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk. All right. Hey, thank you for being on the show. We appreciate it. Until next time, folks, thanks for listening. Reach out to me on almartintalksdata at gmail.com. We'd love to field any comments or suggestions you have. We do listen. And until then, uh, I'll see you on the podcast. See y'all. Thanks for listening to the Making Data Simple podcast, where we make data fun. Be sure to visit ibmbigdatahub.com forward slash podcast to access the show notes and uncover even more great episodes. Remember, the views expressed here are those of the host and its guests and do not necessarily represent the views of IBM. Until next time, let's go over and out. Oh.